Welcome to episode 2 of The Quandary, presented by Vegan Cookie Reviews. Hopefully that made sense. And if not, too bad. Welcome anyway. <laughs> Working on my introduction voice, you know what I'm saying? Um, but for reals, thank you for joining me. I'm so excited about this episode. It has, uh, it, it was just so much fun to record and to hear somebody so passionate talk about what they love. And it, it was just so i i'm just so excited it, it it i have i can't even you hear me i can't i don't even have the right words for it um but uh thank you for joining if you missed the first episode of the quandary uh go back and listen to that one if you have time basically i kind of explain what this is all about i'm really just trying to bring mindset focused material to more people i'm really trying to have us all learn from each other through the friends that I know, through the people that I know, and really trying to just uplift everyone with the little things I've learned, and then also learning from the people that I'm interviewing and having on the show. Um, please, please, please give me feedback. It would really help a lot if you rated my podcast, but only if you're going to give it five stars. Uh, <laughs> but also maybe leave a comment, send me some feedback if you would like. Uh, anything helps or if you if you'd want to be on the show if you know someone who I should have on the show let me know um, thank you again for listening please please also share with your friends too. share with someone who you might think would like it um, so yeah thanks thanks for listening and here we go the help is out there you just have to look for it you don't gotta get ready if you stay ready <laughs> Every person is going to encounter a challenging situation. Uh, like, ooh, something happened bad. What was the good before that? And what good will you do with it? That's the key. The, the people that are operating on the highest frequencies, that's how they just make decisions and then it happens. Because they don't doubt it at all. We're talking about things that we genuinely have some shit to contribute. On, yeah, you know? I'll vocalize and say like, hey, Today's gonna be a good day. Improve your mind, improve everything about yourself and realize that at the end of the day, you're not competing with anybody. You're competing with yourself. Those are the people that are really winning in life because they realize their ability to just be like, yeah, I can do this regardless yeah. of what anybody else says. Like, even what my own mind might try to tell me, I know I can do this. <laughs> Especially in my lectures, mm -hmm. is to identify ways to guarantee you're gonna be <clears throat> miserable. And then that is literally finding ways to guarantee you're happy in reverse. But we are all humans. And bottom line, like, just learn from life. Welcome, Jacqueline, to this episode of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining me. Can I get this closer to me or no? Yeah, if you want. <laughs> okay. It's going to face that way. There we go. Okay. Okay, welcome. Um, I think the reason why I wanted you to be on the show is because, like, the last time we talked was, we talked about your, I mean, just the great journey that you've taken to get to the point that you are right now. And to everybody that doesn't know you, which is going to be pretty much everyone, mm -hmm. um, what is your, like, title? What's your... My thing. Yeah, what's your what's your deal? Okay. Well, I'll introduce myself. Um, my name is Jacqueline Garcia. I am 25 years old. And 
I have a master's in social work. I just graduated last year in May, which is May 2017. Um, I started right after high school. I applied for a couple of universities, um, but I, I think I decided to stay local to home. And I decided to go to like to a commuting school. And I went to Cal State San Bernardino. I finished my bachelor's um, in four years. Um, at the beginning, I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, I just remember taking a psychology class, an AP psychology class in high school, and just falling in love with psychology and everything that, you know, my teacher taught us. Um, and that's when I was introduced to theory. And I think I was like, oh my gosh, this is like my thing. And then, so I decided to go and just kind of start off as a psychology major mm-hmm. my freshman year. And when I got to my sophomore year, I decided to take this class with my friend. And it was Sociology 101. And I remember like just entering to like this huge like lecture room. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like a grown up. Like this is so cool. And... Dr. Tixera was her name, um, and is her name. She's probably, you know, still living, <laughs> living the life. Um, and yeah, she introduced me to Social 101 and everything about society and how people work and how everything works, the environment. Um, and I was just driven, and it was like a magnet to that. And um, after that, I decided to changed my major to sociology and I was like this is it this is me then I followed through sophomore year junior year my junior year I decided to you know be my hustler self and start taking this um, class that only seniors would take it and I had to get permission so I I went for it. I got permission, and I met one of my still mentors, um, Munoz. Am I supposed to get like? <laughs> you're gonna cut this off. <laughs> I feel like I'm dropping names. That's it's okay. okay. Yeah. Anyway, so so yeah, I met this professor, and he pretty much was the hardest, and he really um, challenged me. And it was so hard that I, I was at that point, I was like, man, like, am I, is this for me? Mm-hmm. Like, is this what I want to do? Like, his tests are so hard, blah, blah, blah. Then I, we didn't have a relationship the first class. I, it was just like professor to student. Then I passed that class with like a B or something. And I was an A student. So I was like, man, I got a B, What? Um, then I started going to his office hours and just asking for advice and guidance. And he told me, you should look into getting an internship. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, what is an internship? I couldn't even like say the word. What it was like, what is an internship? What is that? And he told me, he gave me like some places to look at. He right away said county, go for the county. And sure enough, I did. So I spent 
my junior year going to my senior year, the summer in between, just kind of searching what an internship was, what are the requirements, what do I need to do, um, am I eligible to be in an internship, blah, blah, blah. So then I applied to like a couple of agencies, like I want to say maybe three or four, and everything was online. And there was a time that I started showing up to agencies and just kind of like freestyle myself and just say my name. Like I, you know, I want to get experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what I want to be yet, but I just want to get experience. So fast forward, you know, a couple of days, um, I I had applied for county and sure enough, I get this email and I open it and it's like, hi, Jacqueline. You got accepted to Riverside County's internship. Um, I had no idea how I ended here, like how that email got back to me. But I think for now, it's just destiny, you know, looking back. And I remember going to my interview and I was so nervous. And I'm like, oh, am I going to get this? I don't know. And I was so young. I was maybe like 21, 20, maybe. I don't know. And with no experience at all in being in a professional field, just, you know, what college teaches you and your parents. Um, So then I show up and I'm super nervous, but I'm so bubbly, you know, and I just kind of like went in and sure enough, I started like the next Monday, but I was doing like office work. It was an experience. And I remember like, I think I did that for like two quarters because I was in the quarter system and two or three, I don't know. And I was pretty much just doing like copies, um, doing like intern stuff that don't get experience. (laughs) (laughs) I was answering calls. um, I was looking up like medical records, which was good, but I didn't have like face-to-face contact with others. Yeah, just like... Was, not really for what you wanted. It was just copying stuff and yeah. making copies and cleaning out stuff for three quarters. But at least I got the hours. Mm-hmm. And then um, I had to meet with my professor every every quarter to just check in and kind of like tell him my experience, blah, blah, blah. And he would just say like, Jackie, this is not, you're not getting any experience. Like, what are you doing? Like try to find another internship so when I was almost done with um like this part of my you know my life the internship um I remember I would always go downstairs I was at the second floor and I would always remember during my lunch I would go downstairs and pass through this door that said um student intern room or something like that and, you know, I, I started investigating. I went to the front office and I just asked. I went for it. I just asked, um, hi, can I just speak to the manager or whoever is in charge of this student intern room? And she led me to a room. And let's say that I, they were not expecting me. They were expecting someone else that was named the same name as me. <laughs> So I walked in in a full like professional conference room and 
here you have just a little intern trying to like a little fish in the sea you know and i did my speech again like hi my name is jacqueline um i want to be i want to help people and the first question that i was asked oh i was not expecting you but are you bilingual i said yes okay can you start tomorrow yes i can or i can start can you start right now yes i can start right now fuck it whatever <laughs> excuse my language yeah you know sure why not? let's just do it and i went upstairs i told my supervisor at the time and i said you know what i appreciate your help but you know i'm i'm looking for like an experience um i want face-to-face interaction with you know people mm-hmm. and you know i appreciate you know i was really appreciative and i said thank you for everything like i appreciate you know letting me um have this experience and she kind of got upset but she understood she was like it's okay yeah. i will go ahead and let your professor know and and you'll start this new internship so then sure enough that's when i enter enter the world of what got me where i'm at today because I entered the social work world that I didn't know what social work was. Mm-hmm. I just entered into that field. So is it safe to say, I mean, all this time you kind of knew the direction you wanted to go? Or was this all just kind of play it by ear, kind of? I mean, because it sounds like you did have a direction where you knew you wanted to be. But as far as like where you were interning, I know you said like, well, you know, maybe yeah. I'll figure it out. Or I think you were saying... I don't know, something like that. Like, was that part of just, like, you knew exactly plan to plan, step to step, or was it kind of just free? Like, it sounds like it kind of happened, you know? It kind of happened, but I think I wanted to be in a field where I can give back to others. Mm -hmm. Um, And be, I didn't know how to get there, but I know that I wanted to be in a field where I could help people and just guide other people because and at some you know through my past and my family dynamics I was in therapy for many many years um, and I think that was what I wanted to do because they helped me so I wanted to do the same Mm -hmm. to others so I kind of wanted to give back But I didn't know if it was social work or if it was psychology or if it was a psychologist or if it was like, you know, there's so many terms. Mm -hmm. I was trying to search where exactly do I start? So I started at, you know, at a right place, county, you know, county is a good place. But it also brought me back to taking that sociology class, meeting this professor, taking that class that I thought that I was not going to be capable of doing because I was so young but just meeting that professor and talking to and opening up and just kind of I think my my advice that I give to everyone is just kind of go out of your comfort zone even if you feel like is this going to be the right thing to do just kind of go out of your comfort zone because you never know who you'll meet Mm -hmm. or who you'll talk to and then you know, them being a huge, um, a huge, how can I say this? What's the right term? Like influence? You mean? Yeah. Like a, yeah. Yeah. A stepping stone to your career. 
then going back to going back to what you were saying about um just getting to to you know be where you where you want to be it's i think it's just meeting people i think it's just and taking advantage of that mm-hmm. and asking for help and being opened and communication is key because if you suffer in silence you're not going to get anywhere you will suffer in silence <laughs> like you're not going to get anywhere you have to speak up your mind you have to say what's in your head because you only know your thoughts so it's like you kind of just have to like reflect your thoughts and see where it gets you it might get you in bad places but it might get you in good places later yeah i think that's really important because yeah that's that's actually something i've said recently is is not staying so much in your head and and I mean, when you when you do that, you only are talking to yourself. You don't have this outside person to tell you like, hey, it's not that bad, or hey, mm-hmm. maybe you should seek help. And yeah, there's a lot of things that once you speak out into existence to a friend, to someone who can help. I mean, you might realize like, oh, that's all I needed. I, yeah. I just needed to get that out of my out of my own head. <laughs> and it will get you somewhere. Yeah, and I like how you said that. I mean, because I think a lot of a lot of people, a lot of women, especially or girls, young girls, think that. I mean, just everybody in general thinks that a lot of times they have to have everything figured out step by step, down to the smallest detail. And it's like, you know, sometimes we know where we want to go, and just taking the step towards that is is enough. Mm-hmm. You know, along the way, like you said, you met someone or you took that class that was a little bit out of your comfort zone. It's like, maybe that wasn't in your plan to begin with, but it was towards what you wanted to get to and I think that's pretty important for people to understand mm-hmm. like you don't have to have it all figured out exactly no. and and you will you, I think you will come across you will never know the unknown you will never know the future I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow mm-hmm. I don't even know what's going to happen the next hour you know but I think just really taking advantage of the being present just being present to who you're with. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to my undergrad, you know, I really took advantage of all my professors and people that have knowledge and people that have experience in life, not in just education, but in life itself, you know, and, and just reaching out. And I mean, I was able to build huge relationships in these stages that I went through, you know, and mm-hmm. they were older too. So it's like, I feel like I, I have been associating myself with older people than me, which is making me understand and learn and learn from them. Um, well, let me ask you this. Okay. So, uh, as far as what you have done up until this point, I mean, what does your job entail currently? Mm-hmm. Right? Because you you took those classes, you have your okay. master's, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so right now, what are you doing with that currently? Like, what's, what does a typical day for you look like? So I'll connect because I feel like there's a huge gap missing and I don't want to start what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll connect dots. So after... I talked to that lady and she said, she asked me, are you bilingual? Do you want to start today? Yes, yes, yes. I started and 
I started shadowing and I started seeing what therapy is Mm -hmm. all about. And that's when I was like, oh my goodness, this is what I want. This is exactly what I want. I want to work with kids. I want to do therapy. I want to help people that have um that they have a mental illness mm-hmm. and they don't know that they have one, and just educate them and help them through the process of healing, you know. And I was able to. I was lucky enough to be placed in this situation that I started learning from students that were in grad school. Mm-hmm. So they introduced me what grad school was. I didn't even think about, I, like, honestly, when I was in doing my undergrad, I'm like, I'm only going to do my undergrad. That's it. Like, I'm going to quit my server job and I'm just going to work. And I didn't know what grad school was until I met them. Yeah. And they, like, they would always tell me their stories. And, and I started thinking, am I going, like, am I going to go to grad school? Like, I mean, I haven't even graduated yet, but I'm thinking about going to grad school. And and sure enough, like I, I started talking to my supervisor and she was like, you can do it. You can do it. Mm-hmm. Like you have the heart of a social worker. Just do it. And I ended up applying, um, going to interviews and getting accepted to all three schools that I applied to and I think the hardest decision was like, which one do I go? Mm-hmm. And you know, that was another story. But I entered, I entered the grad school world, and I started doing. I was still in county, and I started doing my internship, and I was pretty much practicing as a clinician under someone's license. Mm-hmm. And I just completely fell in love. I fell in love with my clients. I fell in love with their stories. I fell in love with people and and just life and I learned so much from them even though they don't know nothing about me and I know so much about them there's a deep connection even though I'm a strange like I'm a therapist but I'm a stranger to them they don't know nothing about where I live what I like what I don't like I mean there is some type of disclosure here and there but never like private mm-hmm. stuff but there is such a deep Report such a deep relationship and I think that's what I love about it and that's what I love what I'm that's why I love what I do because it's just so rewarding it's so loving it's so there's a connection there's communication um, and you start seeing change over time and at the same time when this all is happening, you're working with your clients, you are surrounded of other clinicians that give you like positivity and just encourage you to be the best and just kind of self-care and Mm -hmm. do self-care and and just be in a good state of mind. And I was just surrounded of, I started seeing life differently. Yeah. I just started seeing life differently. It's beautiful. I don't even know what it is. That's that's beautiful. You're probably going to get this off. No, but that's good. I mean, I I think it just goes to show that, like, you know, that passion that that someone kind of... I can, like, just see the, like, passion that you have for it. And that's that's something that's really beautiful because, yeah, I can't even, like, get into words what like, how that is. But, I mean... I guess my next question would be uh, something from from what you've learned 
or just the topic of like mental health, mm-hmm. you know, do you think that that, I mean, obviously you're in kind of that field more so. Do you think that's something that can be taught more of? Do you think that's something that's being left out in like, because from my perspective, I'm not someone who's from that world of mm-hmm. like therapy or anything like that. So to me, it seems like a lot of people maybe can can use some of the tactics or the tips or the techniques or things even if we don't have like a mental, if someone doesn't have a mental disability or a mental illness, there's still things that I think some people are, are we're not learning, like mm-hmm. in high school, like yeah. we're not learning how to like yeah. cope with stress, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's something maybe that you might have a different perspective on. So when I think about mental illness, there's a stigma right away. Even when people just say like, oh, like, she has a mental illness like mm-hmm. there's already like a mm, like a negative yes so, yeah. yeah there is already like a negative feel to that and this is why like it's so important to get it out and speak about it mm-hmm. just speak about it because let me tell you every person is going to encounter a challenge a challenging situation or something harsh or or something that will change your life drastically in a negative way you you will not be the solid person all the time including myself i i've broke before i've i come from a family with a lot of family dynamics and a lot of um a lot of situations a lot of mess hot mess it's a hot mess and you already encountering some type of feels. We all have feelings. If you have feelings, then you're going to encounter something. <laughs> so it's easier to just speak about it and kind of like reach out. The help is out there. You just have to look for it. Mm-hmm. And kind of like think outside the box and just kind of be open-minded and be really humble. Because you have to be really humble in order to reach out and say, hey, you know what, like, I'm getting a divorce and I I mean I have some feelings like I'm not okay. How how do I deal with this? Mm-hmm. So it's not just mental illness, it's just life itself. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. It's like it's not always, yeah, it's not it's, always it's just things you can go yeah. everybody goes through. Like mental illness does not have um like there's no anyone can get depressed. Anyone can get anxiety which is such a common feeling Mm -hmm. you know you don't have to be like in some deep shit to get services yeah or get therapy but it's just something that you really have to be open-minded and um like i i had a therapist before before i even became a therapist and it's like i'm able to help like kiddos that are encountering situations that they have no control of and they're able to have these success make these successful stories Mm -hmm. and i am a witness of that yeah that's important for people to to hear is that you know i think some people think well if they are having anxiety depression or something sometimes people downgrade it because they don't want that stigma or they don't feel like it's important enough you know sometimes you feel 
down and depressed or you're going through anxiety and you think, well, it's not like other people are going through war. So I shouldn't, why should I say that I'm going through that? That That's something that I've thought of too, is like, sometimes I've been in like a bad situation and in my head, I'm thinking like, why even talk to anybody about this? Because there's people going through way worse. And that's, I think what you shouldn't do. Like you should mm-hmm. open up even if it's something small. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's very, I think that's very important for people to know. I think from where you are at now, where, uh, what's kind of like, what do you foresee in the future? Like, what are some things that you still want to accomplish coming up? I think, well, for now, I kind of just want to continue, um, learning because mm-hmm. I still feel like I have so much to learn from others including colleagues, my clients, from my friends, from everyone, my surroundings, the environment. But I think, let's say, I'm just going to throw it out, 10 years from now, um, I think I do want to have my own nonprofit. And I do want to help teen moms. Yeah. Teens that get pregnant and that they don't have the resources to raise a child. You know, or or have no support, or just kind of just create this safe zone where you get pregnant, you're a teen, your family doesn't support you, they want you to get an abortion. Sure. So just kind of create this safe place for teen moms. Mm-hmm. I think that is like my biggest goal in the future. But for now, I think I just want to continue just learning and learning through my own experiences too. And seeing where that takes me. Because what I've learned is there's no plan. You might have a plan. (laughs) But let me tell you, let me burst your bubble because that plan is not going to go through. (laughs) Things will happen. Life will happen. And and everything, I am a strong believer that everything happens for a reason. And Mm. there's always purpose. There's a purpose of why it didn't happen right now or why it's happening right now. So just, I, I'm honestly like, maybe I am saying that 10 years from now, I'm, I am going to have this agency and I'm going to help teen moms, but I might be building another, life will guide me into another pathway completely yeah. off. So yeah, I think, I think, you know, I love my job. Let me just say that. I love what I do and I'm I'm truly blessed and thankful of meeting all the people that I met in my life because they sh- they shaped me and I'm still getting shaped. You know, I feel like I'm this like rock and everyone that I meet like mm-hmm. they carve something and that's badass. That's like dope. <laughs> Yeah. You know, that's dope that I'm that I'm able to have this opportunity to meet people. And yeah, hold on. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, for, yeah, I feel like students of life, I think that's a, that's a term that is like I thought of when I mm-hmm. heard you speak is like to the outside world to do other people. So a lot of people seem like they have it together and not necessarily that when you look closely, they don't, but more so that 
they're still everybody's still learning we're all students mm-hmm. of life we're all learning from life and the people around us and mm-hmm. we still make mistakes and we still learn from shit that goes down and we still learn and from we, positive and things. And we make more mistakes. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, <laughs> seeing people who, you know, are successful and who are doing a bunch of dope shit, but still are able to admit like, hey, I'm still learning like you. you and know, I'm still so, myself. Yeah. That is one thing I do want, I do want to say before we close this off that even though I, I do have a role of being a therapist, a clinician, mm-hmm. and being in this professional world, I can still check out and be myself. Yeah. And do what I love. Yeah. And never forget of who I am. Because that is what makes me me. You know, and I'm even in the professional world, like I'm still me. I still show everyone who Jackie is and I'm still gonna crack jokes to yeah. my clients and I'm still gonna just kind of be at their own level. Because we're all humans. Even if I have a master's in social work and mm-hmm. someone else doesn't, like we still we're still the same person with different with different qualities. Yes. But we are all humans and bottom line, like just learn from life. Sometimes, you know, I mean I encourage everyone to seek a higher education, but but it may not be for you and, and you can start somewhere else. Not only, you can still help people, you know, not being a social worker or a therapist. Yeah. You can still like help someone. Yeah. Yeah. God, that was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, I mean, I feel like, I mean, words don't even do you justice. You You hustle, you work hard, you juggle. I mean, you don't only do that, but you're this beautiful, beautiful woman who's doing, you know, working with that the fashion little side of thing you got <laughs> going on, you know. So you're 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 doing a lot. You're not just doing one thing, and and yet at the end of the day, you're still able to be true to yourself and 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 share kind of some of what you've learned with others. Um, yeah. Just be yourself. Yeah. And be- rock on. <laughs> and- just kill it, man. Yeah. So thank you. Thank yeah. you. I hope we could do this again. This yeah. was kind of a quick one. But, I know. Um, yeah, just hearing you talk is awesome and, and seeing the passion that you have. I hope that others can kind of Hear, get a feel of I, that. I hope they can feel me. Oh, for sure. I hope. For sure. <laughs> but I do want to hear this tape before. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Got to run it by you first. Thank you awesome. so much. Yeah. So any other things you want to say? Any? Should no, we not, I think... not share the social medias or anything or... Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Where can people find you? Yeah. Uh, Actually. Or maybe we'll... No, yeah. Maybe we'll... Maybe that for later. Well, yes. Stick with us. We got more things. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Alrighty. That was so awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Like I said, share with your friends. I hope you really enjoyed this one. I don't know if you noticed, but we were on a little bit of a time crunch, but I think we really hit the really important things and can't wait to have Jackie, Jacqueline back on the show again and just keep talking. It is just, I I mean, I didn't do much talking just because it was so easy and so fun to listen to what she's had to say and to listen to how passionate she is about what she's talking about. It's, uh, it's unexplainable. This 
woman is amazing in so many ways. She's gorgeous. She is she's awesome. What can I say? So uh, thank you for listening again. And you have yourself a blessed and wonderful and fantastic day. If, if, if you're having, let's rate your day on a scale of 1 to 10. If it's anywhere below 30, then let's bring it on up. Let's uplift ourselves and let's, let's just uh, let's be happy. Um, thank you. I love you. Keep listening. There's lots more to come. Can't wait to share more. Bye.